Buenas tardes, señoras y señoritas. Aquí está el DJ Héctor Bonifacio Echeverría Cervantes de la Cruz Arroyo Rojas. Esta es la radio que sacó a toda la estación donde el rock vive y no muere. Vamos a escuchar un par de temas de Queens of the Stone Age. Primero vamos a escuchar Hello, 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 hello. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RT 107.5 FM. That was No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. And we are in the studio today. My name is Sham, your host. And joining me in the studio today is Luca. Can you give us a shout? Hello. And Carla. Hi. And Serene on tech. Thank you so much for the role in Serene. <laughs> uh, today we are we are going to be doing a little role play. So we'll be we will be, as you know, um, conveniently stepping into 4,500 BC because that is something we can do very easily in our studios uh, of RTV. Uh, joining, uh, so we'll be two students here. Uh, I'll introduce the characters. So we we'll, we have a um, a hunter gatherer student. Um, Luca? Yeah, my name is Luca Firestone. Nice, nice. Uh, I travel from the very far lands of Bavaria ah, uh, many uh -huh. winters to uh -huh. arrive in this village. You, you have endured it all. Do want to settle down and study here. I want to study archery and cave painting. And I also want to do a minor in fire making because I really want to improve my skills, uh, mainly to survive. Um, and I need a cave. And it, it turned You're out looking be, for a cave. It, You're it looking turned out for to be a cave. Way more difficult than expected. It is. It is. And we also have Carla. You you're playing the role of uh, Carla Rockefeller. I'm a, a landlady that owns uh, more than half of the caves in this village, and I'm planning on owning more. Interesting. And my name is Sham Stone. So as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I'll be playing the role of a um, a nomadic student. I'm also learning a lot about rock and metal in the school of. Uh, Transcontinental Savanistan. So, um, also traveled quite a bit, and that's what I do for a living. We travel, that's what we do with the tribe. Um, but indeed, um, we are here to talk about uh, some very, very interesting problems that we have uh, in these days in 4500 BC, where we are currently. So, as you have noticed, we've slipped back into time uh, very easily. And uh, yeah, we will be discussing about uh, our issues, finding a cave, and um, how things are. Um, from from our perspective, but I'm so glad we're joined by the uh, by by a cave lord as well. Yeah, uh, um, I don't really know what issues uh, there could be with this, but I'm willing to hear you out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, and I think we are gonna slowly uh, slip into the next track before we uh, get into the the full play. And so uh, the next one is: um, Is this a world we created by Queen? As soon as the tech is ready, we will be listening to this awesome song. Um, yeah, and after the song, we will be diving deep into the into the uh, into the Stone Ages, as we would actually like to be like to like it to be referred to as Neolithic Ages. But hey. <laughs> Today, the world that we create. 
Somewhere a wealthy man is sitting on his throne Waiting for life to go by So that was a really nice song, but here we are in 4500 BC talking about some very essential caving problems. Luca, you said Luca Firestone? If I yeah, Firestone. Yes, Mr. Firestone. Yeah, you said you have some, um, some, some, some issues finding a cave in this, in this new land. Well, I've been it's here now thing. for um, almost uh, three moons and uh, it has been extremely difficult for me. Um, winter's coming. <laughs> And I'm I'm really worried um, about finding a cave to survive the winter. Right now, I am living in a treehouse. Uh, before that, I was living in a little tent, um, which was uh, scavenged a lot of times by foxes and raccoons, and they took all my food. So I moved um, to a treehouse also to protect myself from the bears and the wolves. But then every time there's a thunderstorm, I'm very scared and I have to leave my treehouse. Uh, so it, it's really not a situation that I can deal with anymore. And I simply cannot afford um, the caves right now. It's at a, they want around 200 nuggets, uh, nuggets uh, a month. And that is um, not possible for me. That's interesting because, yeah, because um, as as I mentioned earlier, uh, Shamstone, I'm, uh, you know, also from a nomadic culture, a nomadic lifestyle, and we do tend to travel with some kind of uh, housing. It's not as nice as a cave, I have to say, because here there are some really nice caves, as you've noticed, really good for winter, for the rain, and also uh, from the animals. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think on one hand, I'm a bit lucky. I'm not in the, I've been to your tree house. It's really nice. I've, I've seen it. And, uh, uh, but indeed you're right. It's not perfect. Right. Like the same with my, my rickety old, um, shack, you know, that I carry around, but it's, yeah, I would also like to have a, a nice little cave, maybe a shared cave or something. But do, do you feel like there's any like discrimination against, um, uh, hunter gatherers or, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's just because I'm not from here, um, which means that I do like the connect. Which means I do like the connections. Um, I don't know a lot of people. I'm a stranger in these foreign lands, and it makes it very hard. And maybe people don't trust me as much. Uh, maybe also because I do struggle with the local dialect. Uh, uh, I think that is where a lot of the mistrust comes from, and people maybe assume that I cannot communicate as good with the cave lords um, yes. as maybe local people. Um, and we mean no offense by this as cave lords, but you cannot communicate as well with us. It is way more difficult, the parchment work that we have to do. Um, and honestly, if you want to live in a shared cave and then cannot even con- uh, connect and communicate with the people, the honorable people living in said cave, I don't know what to tell you. Like, caveland people preferred. That's true. I mean, I, 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 but, well, at the same time, I would sort of tend to agree with my fellow students here um, in, 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 in Savanistan. That, yeah, it's, uh, uh, some people have, not you in person, but there have, there have been some cave laws that you might know have told me that they're afraid of um, 
nomadic tribes bringing in diseases um but i wonder is that really a threat i mean there could be diseases locally as well uh i mean yeah i try uh, to be part of this community and i think that also i can bring a lot to this community like my knowledge in building tree houses uh and I, i can bring a lot of cultural values but also i do try to assimilate and i go to the uh school here because i do uh really want to refine my skills and this is also why i cannot have spend enough time you know hunting and trading so i can get enough metal to afford one of these caves is also the price again is another big issue for me yes um, yes yeah no we will definitely hit the point of the uh, of the nuggets and pricing because that is also um kind of new to me we didn't always use that but um you're the local uh, cave lord and have you been using the nuggets uh, for a while now um we have been using nuggets for quite a while now to be honest we're also a very forward thinking uh, cave lord community um so Uh, I don't really associate with a lot of the criticisms voiced today. Our prices are fair. Uh, we keep our caves clean. Only two of our 15 caves uh, currently have rodents, and I think that is a good achievement. And it's also, if they if rodents come up, it's uh, the fault, obviously, of the people who live in the cave, because don't let your mammoth food lie around, right? True, um, true, true. True. So, um, exactly. I don't really see a lot of the criticisms. Also, when we talk about pricing, we can surely do that, but... Um I don't find it discriminatory it's just protection of the people that I'm catering to. True. Well I do, I do sort of uh, emphasize with the with the with the language issue as well because indeed when for for let's say more nomadic and hunter gatherer tribes it's lot we just communicate um, with whatever we can but in a in a in a settled community it's um yeah something we need to get used to it takes some time to learn the language and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um but I also sometimes wonder I mean how many languages do we need it's uh, we need one to communicate uh, but anyways we need to we need to move on talking about um this this important um, important issue um i also think by the way the tree houses are really nice in the summer um but indeed like um yeah uh, with with uh, with the with 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 the caving crisis um uh have you been able to to find some kind of work here in the locality or do you find a lot of uh, competition from the local students um yeah i've have found jobs but i've always got treated quite badly at farms for example yeah uh, picking fruit uh, cutting wood um very basic work but also not paid very well and also very uh, time expensive time that i don't have since I do want to refine especially my fire making skills. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this is um this is yeah, it's all, I I would also um I hear you there. Uh I'm sure you I don't know what the locals uh, think about all these nomadic tribes. I'm sure in. that um if you as a nomadic person decide to um leave and come here to go to school to um learn what was a fire making, um I'm sure if you make that decision you can think about how you can pay for it but because honestly I don't know I need my nug I need my monthly nuggets I need to maintain my caves I have a family for God's sakes and um you know I need I need the assurance that I'm going to get the nuggets I deserve at the end of the month and if you just have jobs that don't really pay for that I don't know what to tell you but the other the other issue I wanted to quickly touch upon is uh, have you heard about all the cave raves like it's a bit further away um 
Is that a big issue as a, as the cave owner, the cave rave? We uh-huh. do install uh, noise detection devices uh, in our hallways, so um, that is not a problem. If you want to rent with me, uh, no cave raves in my cave. Send your children to my company. Uh, we'll figure something out. Um, very trustworthy. Uh, but I have heard of it, and it is um, definitely a shame, uh, especially because it's it ruins very good neighborhoods just with noise pollution and no families want to move there anymore so that's quite quite sad ah yeah i think like student housing student caving should be indeed um yeah we, sh- we should have the right to rave uh, i agree that that goes far back in time i mean I drumming um i mean there's also a letter drum school here and the last cave rave i've been to uh the local guards came and they've actually confiscated the drums no yes no, very expensive drums, uh, right. drums. Oh, no. as they should you're ruining our neighborhoods what am i what am i what am i saying i'm saying like if you decide to be an adult and move to a cave on your own you have to act like one and not pollute pollute our neighborhoods But we are still students, in all fairness. We still have to have some right to rave. Um, Then I'm sure you can find something on the outskirts of, of our town, uh, but not in the in the inner cave in circle. Mm. That's, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next point, which is also quite big in the community, because I mean, I've also been here for a couple of months now um, as a nomadic person, learning learning some, some of the trades in metal. I'm, I'm focusing more on metal. I think we can work together, Luca, um, and maybe with the landlord as well. Uh, but another topic I wanted to, to talk about is all these, uh, all the hand graffitis. Have you seen those? Um, is that a problem? Because there's a lot of talk about getting rid of them. Or should we preserve them for the for the future generations? Um, I am all for cleanliness, personally. That's another thing. Students feel the need and feel entitled to hand paint on our walls, outside, inside. You're not even allowed to put pictures up. Why do you think you can draw on my wall? Uh, you know, it's it's just quite it's just quite unfortunate because it just really doesn't help me in trusting those people oh. with my keys. Oh, I think I, I, I well, the way, the way I see it is that it's, uh, it's, it's leaving some kind of information, you know, for the for the next generation. But but you're right. I mean, on one hand, I do understand uh, your situation as well. If it is your cave, you don't want um, those those uh, negative handprints. Uh, well, well, I think there's so much cultural value, though, right? And also, I mean, a cave is not is quite bland, right? I mean, it's gray. It's it's mostly gray stone. So I think. You know, it's just nice. It does bring it just, in some. It does some bring nice in something life. else. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I do agree. It's not entirely me. I mean, yeah. um, you know, people uh, from my nomadic experience, I can say there are caves where there are paintings of uh, of the local animals and tribal hunts, which I think is uh, is quite nice hint. You know, when I was there, I was like, ah, oh, this is how you hunt. Um, I I don't know what to infer from the from the hand paintings. I can say, oh, that's your hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, are you guys in a mood for a song. Oh yeah, for sure. What's a song? Ah, <laughs> oh, this is this is something um, we we nomadic tribes do a lot. I'm I'm sure we can introduce this into the uh, into the local culture. So it's it's like a very rhythmic way of talking, uh, um, mixed with some music. So yeah, I'm not then, surprised that the rave hater asked this. Ah, question. the rave. Oh, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think by the end of the show we, we might we might convert a tiny bit of the rave yeah. hater into a um, into into the, into the right for rave movement. Um, so yeah, uh, let's uh, let's enjoy. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you 
people call Say beware doll You're bound to fall You thought they were all I'm kidding you
emphasis on the steeple and all the pretty people they all drink and thinking that they got it made exchanging all precious gifts but you better take a diamond ring you better pawn it That is quite a cool song, especially um, in this day and age. But uh, we are here talking about a student caving crisis. Um, my name is Sham Stone. I'm a nomadic student looking uh, looking for a cave as well. And I have a fellow student. Uh, Luca Firestone. Luca Firestone, also looking for a cave. And we are so glad we're joined by a, a very critical uh, cave lord. Yeah, Carla Rockefeller, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, Serene, our, our local, um, well, she's just a, a local cave person. Um, she doesn't talk much, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but in this, in, and we wanted, I would like to talk a little bit about, um, of course, we've, we've, all, we've all heard about the, the flint knappers. Um, yeah, so the, we know that the Flint Knappers Association is um, offering luxurious uh, residential caving, you know, like um, lined with uh, felt. It's um, yeah, it's actually quite nice, and I would I wouldn't mind moving in there. But it's also it also costs a lot of nuggets. Is that is that do you, do you see that as competition for you as a private cave cave owner? Don't get me started on the Flint Knappers. Um, it's a very sensitive topic. Um, that being said, no, I'm not worried at all because um, my caves are just better and more communal and cleaner. That's not that's definitely true. And um, I offer a personal touch, whereas the Flint Knoppers just opened five big caves with hundreds of beds in them uh, all around town. And what like, there's no community, there's no student community. Um, I don't see the appeal in that whatsoever, to be honest. Hmm. How do you, do you have any thoughts on the... Well, uh, you know, I mean, you say you have this great student community, but in the end you still really very much decide who can live in your place and who can't. That's why it's a great community. Hmm. I think you have a, a lot of authority on, on this community, even though you don't even live in it. So shouldn't your community be able to decide who can live in your community? Um... 
they are allowed to decide. I make a first decision and then out of those five candidates, they have all the freedom, all the freedom. Because I'm not author- authoritarian at all. <laughs> well, the thing is, from what I've noticed, indeed, like um, the different knappers, I, 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 I know I know someone who's uh, renting, uh, renting a cave there and it's actually quite fancy. They have all this fur lining inside. But also, I have to say, like uh, around the village, like there is all these um, animals being grown or herded or raised purely for its fur. It's causing uh, quite some concern. Um, uh, yeah. I had a lot of trouble um, finding elk because so, I wanted to kill and um, skin one elk for the winter. And um, um, that was really, really difficult. Like, the, I think they, they actually slaughtered the whole herd no. and didn't leave anything just for their caves. And I think the whole community is probably suffering. And again, also, I'm because I tried to sell some of that fur, some of the bones, and I can, which is also, again, why it's hard to get nuggets. True, true. I also sometimes feel that the nuggets are getting, let's say, undue value. I mean, I un- understand you, as, a, as a settled community, you use the nuggets for trade. Of course we do, um, for trade. And also, um, I do believe that it is fair to show the value of a beautiful cave like like my caves are um, by by charging for it the price that it is very much worth, in my opinion. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't say the nuggets are undervalued. I would say a lot of these caves are overvalued mm. uh, simply because there's not enough of them. Mm. And so these cave lots have wield a lot of power. And uh, for example, I know one person who actually, I don't want to, um, I want to keep this person anonymous, who lives in one of your caves and there was a uh, water damage. Every time it rained, a lot of water would drip in from the ceiling and would actually, it would even start forming little... Um, Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know cracks I mean. in the walls. Cracks in the yes, walls, which are very hard to repair. And you would actually blame it on them and you would leave it to them to take care of these. And you would actually not, it, would, it wasn't apparently your responsibility to fix these. Definitely not. Why would it be my responsibility to fix a damage that happened while I was not there? While I had no control over what was happening in the cave, for for all I know, they could have been partying in there. They could have been cave raving in there and broken something. And then they just come to me. Yeah, hi. Can you pick, can you fix this hole ho- hole in our wall? No, I cannot. It's your responsibility. If you break my thing, I'm not going to pay for it being repaired. Oh, uh, that that yeah, that, that I, I I I have heard about that. And actually, I have to say that cave is not too bad in the summer. Uh, I was I've been here for uh, since this summer uh, mm. and a few few moons after that, um, but indeed, um, yeah, it can be a bit um, a bit unhygienic to just to put it mildly uh, for the students. Yeah, but then they can clean it. They can keep it clean. They can keep keep it hygienic. Why would that be my problem? To ah, fix this is this is their where, living space. This is where the problem with nuggets come in, right? Because. Because normally we just exchange like bones and skin and meat, uh, food. But now with the nuggets, I feel that um, things can be valued arbitrarily. I'm not saying that we had any particular way of measuring. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm also studying metals, like uh, the, the really new new thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, in one, one hand, I'm, I'm happy that metals are so valuable. Um, but on the other hand, I'm also a bit worried about uh, the environmental pollution it causes and then this kind of arbitrary um, valuation continuing. Um, yeah, 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 it seems to be 
very volatile and arbitrary, especially for caves that could suddenly break and suddenly you have water coming in at any rain. And it rains a lot here uh, it does. in these lands. It, it also does. floods sometimes, so you really want to have a water-sealed cave. Mm. And also one that's close in the community. I live quite far. I have to cross a whole river every day in my canoe. And um, just shortly I had to fight of wolves. It's very dangerous for me to come home at night uh, because of the wolves. I'm quite scared. Um, I do make it every night, but um, it's rough. And I think my life quality would be just much better if I could get a chance to live in a city, which I think the whole community would benefit from, especially since also a lot of people live in very big caves on their own. True. With a true. lot of space that they could share, but they choose not to. Mm. Maybe because they like empathy. Maybe because they choose profit. <laughs> I All I can say is that if you really wanted to live on the other side of the river, you could just pay for it. So that's uh, all I can say about that. No, I, 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 I really hear you. I mean, it is, it is a treacherous life here. Life is really hard. And I'm, I mean, yes, I've crossed the river multiple times as well. It's got strong currents and, and yeah, it can be quite wild uh, on the other side as well. I know what you're talking about. And, you know, on one hand, we do see the value of an ice cave like, um, like from you, uh, Rockefeller. Um, but indeed, on the other hand, we we do not have let's say the uh, the ability to to gather the nuggets uh, that is required as uh, as as payment terms um but yeah um <laughs> are you guys in the mood for another song in the oh, meantime yes. can, uh, i think we're going to hit upon some very um very interesting um uh, interesting topics very soon <laughs> yeah i'm very excited what do you have to offer this one's called bond disco died heavy metal because we're talking a lot about metal um Oh, wow. The metal yeah. student classic.
Bon Disco died heavy metal. We are still talking about the caving, pri- caving crisis here. My name is Shamstone. Uh, I'm a nomadic student looking for a cave. And I'm joined with uh, by Luca. Luca Firestone, also uh, looking for a cave desperately. And we are very fortunate to be joined by... Uh, Carla Rockefeller, owning the best caves in the country. And we are very lucky also to have a very quiet local uh, cave dweller who doesn't say much, so you won't hear much from her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, the topic I wanted to go towards now is about the, um, you remember the climate crisis like 2000 years ago? One of the things I didn't like about this thing is that it's called the climate crisis, but it's, it was it was global cooling event. And by calling it climate crisis, I feel like it's, it doesn't define if it's global warming or cooling, which I think is kind of critical. And the reason I'm talking about that is because uh, we already hinted towards like metal pollution and towards fur, you know, like all the furring animal pollution. So, yeah, and plus with, with, with the new metal school in town, where I'm studying as well, um, do you feel like there's a significant rise in crime because of like metals, metal spears. Uh, you mean because of the increased production of metal spears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a new tool that we can use now. Um, personally, um, I try to keep my cave business in neighborhoods that I know are safe and my cave dwellers can feel safe in. Uh, that's the guarantee when you when you rent with me that you will live uh, safely if you also pay attention to it. Uh-huh. That, well, I mean, on one hand, I, I would agree with you, but on the other hand, we all we can also use the spears when we, you know, cross the river and go to the wild side. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, you're you're studying uh, fire technology, if I understand correctly? Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. Well... I need spears, obviously, especially since I do live um, outside the city in the forests um, for hunting, right? I, I, I'm, I'm hung- I get hungry as well, but um, also for my own protection. And I do fear a lot of people have access now to these spears, also people who don't really use them. So I, I fear accidents as well. Uh, I think a lot of people don't keep them also safe from their children. Mm. And uh, that's very dangerous. Um, yeah, all those kids throwing the spears around. Especially oh. these metal spears, they're very sharp. Yeah. And people underestimate them. Yeah. And uh, they can get in the wrong hands. You see, this is one one good thing I do say. I'm not a big fan of stones, uh, but at least kids didn't throw heavy stones because they were simply heavy. Yeah. But now they can use these metals to, uh, to, to, you know, to drop a punch here and there. Yeah. So, um, can't mess around too much. Um, <laughs> but also on the plus side, I do see the um, the usefulness of metals, like in cutting rocks and stuff. I think that could, in one way, be a um, like a breakthrough technology, if I can say so, or like innovative thing to have um, to you know, to to be able to carve caves ourselves. Yeah, I think that could change everything if we would be able to. Uh, um, build our own caves. Uh, so far, it, it would take so much manpower and so much time, really. Um, a lot of these caves also are natural, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, it would, it would, it could be a game changer. Absolutely. Um, but it would ruin our local economy. Like so much of our economy is based on 
the money coming in and the money being used and that happens through renting out caves and not through you just building an, an inflation of caves like they're not going to be worth as much after uh-huh so you want to keep the supply of caves to a level not too high so you can still have a reasonable income of nuggets i believe that a city is a city and a city should therefore be contained and we have so many nice old caves from thousands and thousands of uh, moons ago and I, I still rent them out they're beautiful and this new architecture it's not going to hold up and it's just ugly so why not just rent one beautiful cave with your friends without your friends and don't worry about uh the nice uh, cave line being polluted Mm. Um, I think it's very funny how you say our economy when really when you talk about you talk about the economy of a few cavefolks that actually profit while most people have to pay and like like our silent uh, silent cave dweller there who doesn't really rent out but and they will never end up owning a cave true so really true. most mm. people don't profit from this so a drop in prices would mean that the majority of the people would be able to have housing which I think is a right Not uh, yeah, absolutely absolutely do you, do you reckon cave ownership has gone up recently or are majority cave dwellers sort of uh, just living there as uh, long-term tenants um i do like to see f- um change in my cave communities usually i give out parchment signatures mm. for once a year uh, for, for 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 one year and then i uh, do want change i want to see change because yeah i think that yes a housing caving should be a right and it is a right there is enough space you live across the river and you're still alive and you're still kicking and you're coming here every day there's space if you look for something and then if you want the privilege to live close and to not have to walk to your schools to art school uh, too long <laughs> then you just have to pay and that's just the reality in this town it's a harsh reality and it's a hard pill to swallow for us uh, as, uh, as, as let's say more more nomadic kind of lifestyle i mean i only want to have the cave for a short time and then move on you know pass it on to someone else uh, well i find it really funny um how you try to downplay my own experience uh, mrs rockefeller i'm not living i'm surviving every day um and i'm trying my best to stay alive i've made it now for 20 winters and i hope that i can be as old as my father who was the oldest man in my village he turned actually uh 32 no winters old wow which was unheard of in my village wow and i like to reach the same age and uh, if i don't get caving soon i don't think this can happen Hmm. What is I'm just curious about the life expectancy here. I've understood correctly it's around 35 years or is it just a um, weird number to focus on because you know people die a lot as well. Um uh per, as for my for my for my cave um rental business I do uh look at uh, somebody's age and I do look at the po- like the probability of them staying for the entirety of uh their contract because why would i rent to someone and then maybe not get two or three months worth of nuggets right mm. so we do look at that definitely and we do prefer um the uh younger ones but not the new ones not the the the, the people that come to this uh, the cave dwellers that come to this uh town for the, for the first time they can look for something else we want like two or three years of experience in school before we even think about renting 
It's an interesting point, but um, well, and it's, it's it's been a really nice conversation so far. I think it's time for a little little break of a song now because we were talking about um, like increasing violence, you know, because of the metal spears, mainly in the city, in the in the in the town area, not across the river where it's you know where we use the spears for hunting. Um, I think there's a rather appropriate song coming up. Let's enjoy.
That was such a cool song and really, how do you say, apt in time. It's really very, very timely, you know, because of all the uh, student violence that we are facing. But I think um, we don't have that much time. We need to go hunting soon. Um, I saw if we're still here, um, except for the uh, for the local uh, the local township, who can get some food from the farms where we're trying to work as well. Um, but indeed, like uh, time to talk about some um, some solution. One of the things I've heard pop up a lot is uh, the idea of cave surfing. You heard about that? Like you can. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, luckily I have made some friends, uh-huh. some people with empathy. Um, they do exist in this village, and um, they have allowed me to stay, especially in like very uh, strong storms. Um, mm. They've they've uh, allowed me uh, to stay at their caves for a night. Nice, they do nice. have plenty of space and a lot of hay to lie on, so um, super chill. Yeah, yeah, it's not as luxurious as the uh, as the Flint Knappers. Uh, uh, they call it Student Caving Association, and maybe it's not as as amazing as the Rockefellers Caves. Um, but um, yes, I, I do have uh, some good memories um, with with cave surfing because as a nomadic person, I also um, uh, sleep around in different caves. Uh, indeed, during stormy times or like dangerous areas. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was like some some kind of um, like. Um, cheaper caves that I've seen on the edge of a cliff like um, I don't know if you heard about it but uh, I understand some students died because it was like really uh, on the edge so yeah there are there are some possibilities um, but indeed um, yeah not all of them are as um, as convenient and feasible let's say practicality wise well I've seen many caves I've seen caves with holes so really not even caves anymore but tunnels uh, with two Entrance and exits. That's unfair. Um, That's totally unfair. Yeah, and one friend, uh, one night, suddenly their cave was occupied by a family of wolves. Wow. And, and only one of my friends actually survived to tell the story. Actually, I've, I've heard about this as well because, uh, oh, that's terrible. And yeah, because they, they then they show these caves at night and we don't see the other end is actually open. It's not even, it can't be classified as a cave. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, this is something um, I think that's hopefully addressed in the local township. Um, it's definitely addressed. But then again, um, I'm a private cave owner. So yeah, the yeah, caves yeah. that I do own, um, I take care of or, or I have people uh, that take care of them for me uh, to assure lu- luxury and to assure my standard and more I cannot really offer and um, about cave surfing I've heard of it um, I hope that students remember to declare it to me or my colleagues because otherwise it's going to be a big problem huh. interesting um <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah, we will, we will, we will do our best to, to fall in line with with the with the local laws, of course. Um, wink, wink. Um, but indeed, um, have, you, have you also heard about this uh, this new henge being built, like in faraway lands? I also find it is a bit of a crazy thing to do because you know, like it's such a grand political gesture of two lands meeting. But you know, they're just lands, and you could have built a lot of caves. And uh, it was so much work and effort, and yeah. uh, actually a lot of people um, died erecting mm. these stones because they they fell down and they actually crushed many people. Right. I mean these. Uh, I mean some of these stones they weigh at least ten mammoth. So right. We're talking right. about massive stones that had to be carried um, across a long, uh, long, long distance. Um, right. Yeah. Talking about carrying stones, I think 
this also might be an idea to carry our houses along because hopefully with with the advent of you know um, new technology now um, we can have like uh, like like what we call as featherweight houses um, so like like a snail house um, but yeah I don't know these are just some of the ideas we are throwing around sitting around this fire tonight in this um, pretty cozy cave um, and wondering how student life will be in like a few thousand years from now but I think now it's time to um, in the mood for another song <laughs> yeah for sure okay and this one's called uh, Changes by a very 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 famous singer so I hope you enjoy And my time was running wild And me in dead end streets And every time I thought I got it made It seemed the taste was not so sweet So I turned myself to face me But I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-changes Don't wanna be a richer man Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-changes It's gonna have to be a different man Time may change me But never leave the stream of warm and permanent sand So the days float through my eyes But still the days seem the same And these children that you spit on as they Try to change their worlds Are immune to your consultations They're quite aware of what they're going through 